Today's K-movie is Peppermint Candy, Pakasatang. It may sound like a romantic comedy, but actually it's the opposite. It's a tragic drama um, that reflects the worst moments of Korean history. This is the second film from Korean director Lee Chang-dong, and the film is a model of national cinema narrating the past 20 years of Korean society through the saga of its main protagonist, Young-ho, played by Seol Kyung-gu. This character uh, reminds his, uh, its audience that the post-war history of military rule and repression cannot be so easily forgotten. The film is divided by seven chapters, and I'm going to um, go over briefly Young-ho's uh, seven chapters in his life. Chapter 1, Young-ho is a depressed middle-aged man. At his old friend group's reunion, he grows increasingly aggressive until he rushes to the railway to commit suicide. As he screams in regret, we follow the train in reverse, observing the remaining six chapters of his life that led up to his suicide. On the railroad, Young-ho screams, I want to go back again. Actually, it's not 돌아갈래. That's the exact line that Seol Kyung-gu says. Young-ho's scream breaks through the deafening roar of an approaching train, and the film begins a journey from Young-ho's suicide to the past. Chapter 2, it is three days before Young-ho stands on the railroad tracks. Young-ho is a 40-year-old middle-aged man who lost his house due to the IMF crisis. He wanders aimlessly while driving his only property, a car, until he hears a broadcast on the radio that there will be a reunion picnic at Karibong Peak in three days. Chapter 3, it is a summer of 1994. Young-ho is a 35-year-old furniture store owner. He finds out that his wife, Hongja, is having an affair with her driving instructor. He storms into the motel and brutally assaults Hongja and her lover. Chapter 4, it is spring of 1987. Korea struggling with the government and author, uh, authoritarianism has been generating a nationwide democracy movement for a while. The activists are primarily university students. Young-ho is a detective and happens to come across a student activist who's an acquaintance of another activist wanted by the police. He captures the student and tortures him through beating kicking, and drowning to find out where the wanted person is hiding. Chapter 5, it's autumn of 1984. Young-ho is a rookie detective. Initially naive and afraid, Young-ho slowly changes to adopt his senior detective's aggression and his inherent violent tendencies. He tortures a man being questioned for the first time who defecates on Young-ho's hand in fear. So the story continues. It's chapter 6. It's May of 1980, the Gwangju uprising. Young-ho is a new recruit from an infantry division unit. While Young-ho frantically gathers his military gear, a jar falls and breaks. Inside were peppermint candies that Young-ho has been collecting, sent by his sweetheart, Sunim. When Young-ho and his troop arrives in Gwangju in the middle of the night, he's shot in the foot by a misfired bullet. He sits crying while waiting for his troop. 
Young Ho hallucinates and sees a smiling Sunim, but in reality is a high school student who wishes to return home. Young Ho snaps out of his delusion and tries to send her off. Hearing movement, Young Ho hurriedly fires two bullets in panic. But it turns out the sounds were from his fellow soldiers. One of the unaimed bullets Young Ho has fired kills the girl. Chapter 7, it is autumn 1979. Young Ho and his first love, Sunim, are just 20 years old. They're on a picnic to Karibong Peak with their friends. As Young Ho looks at the flowers, he tells Sunim that he wants to be a photographer. And Sunim reveals that she works at a peppermint candy factory. Sunim hands him one, to which Young Ho says it is the tastiest thing in the world. Pepper and candy is Yi Chang-dong's most formally innovative work. As you can see, he based the film's structure on Harold Pinter's 1978 play, Betrayal, which charts the dissolution of a marriage beginning with a divorce. The scenes that follow each going back in time climax with some further indication of the already foretold disaster. In this movie, the train is the central metaphor each sequence begins with a shot of uh, the back of a train projected in reverse so that the train appears to be moving forward, but in reality, cars and people alongside the tracks are moving backwards. Efficient visual metaphor for Yi Chang-dong's critique of the idea of progress. This movie, Peppermint Candy, is a compelling and powerful work and unnecessary to any introduction to the Korean New Wave. Some critics say uh, Peppermint Candy is a work of deep conviction, passion, and anger. Download the Arirang Radio app on your device for free. It's Arirang. A-R-I-R-A-N-G Radio. I think we introduced several movies by Changdong so far, including Burning for a K-movie special and um, several other films for different segments. He was born in Daegu, and actually he graduated with a degree in Korean literature with Gyeongbuk National University, where he spent much of his time in the theater, writing and directing plays. And then he became a high school teacher teaching um, Korean language, and he studied as a novelist with his first novel, Chunli, in 1983. He had no formal training in filmmaking, and one day he was approached by Park Kwang-soo, another Korean director, to write a screenplay. He negotiated for an assistant director position as part of the deal, and he was promoted to first AD on the first day of the shoot, when the original first AD failed to show up. This film was released in 1993, and then he stopped writing novels and, you know, he quit teacher, teaching job. And he went on to write a single park, Chantail, in 1995, which signaled the rise of Yi Chang-dong's filmmaking career. His films are generally painful to watch because they all deal with tragic story of uh, human. And in many parts deal with tragic moments of Korean history. But I'm very excited about and looking forward to his next project. <laughs> 